Guys, no time to waste. I'm about to eat a Vegemite sandwich. Australian Grand Prix, F1 Feast, and Cindy Harrington joins us in the studio. Let's see if the theme song works this week. Filibuster, filibuster freestyle. Maybe. Interesting. I mean, egg. 
Egg, egg makes the most sense, I think. Like an egg. So anyway. Would you put peanut butter with it? I could be, I could be convinced. Okay. Um, but this, so, Graypon and Charles, a lot of people have been saying it. I think, I said this, I think after the last one, I don't get why Carlos Sainz over the last two years plus three races seems to have better luck. Yeah. Because he's not a better driver than Charles, but he seems to have better luck. And I just think that Ferrari needs to put all of that luck into Charles' car because as much as I want to like Carlos Sainz, and I do like him as a person, as a driver, I mean, he's greatest, not as good. Greatest head of hair out there. Unbelievable. Yeah. He's not as good as Charles Leclerc. No. He's not even as good as Lance Stroll in that souped-up Aston Martin. I mean, does it almost seem like they're sabotaging Charles in a way? It's just really weird how... It, Something happens to him more than... Every week. I mean, like, almost Latifi, for crying out loud. Well, Latifi's problem is, one, he was in a Williams, yeah. and two, he's Latifi. Yeah, right, the right. The GOAT. Right. Yeah. But... <laughs> the GOAT of being the worst. Charlie Clay's an actual, legitimate F1 driver. Right. With the worst luck. Yeah. And I don't care either. It's a good point. Yeah. Ferrari's a mess. I do think Ferrari, the ray of light for them, maybe, is when you move on from... You know, uh, international sensation Mattia Bonotto. Oh, man. Man, do I miss that And you bring in Fred, who's the last time I don't know yet, in terms of memory. Yeah. It's going to take a long time to kind of turn around the super tanker that is a gigantic F1 team. Yeah. In terms of if he actually is going to be able to bring a level of consistency with the car Mm. and strategy, both of which have been missing. Sounds like strategies are missing for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. And I guess my question is this. this I didn't know we were going to go here, but I like it. Mm-hmm. If Aston Martin can basically say, we have all the money, we're going to spend up and up into above the cap, mm-hmm. and we're just going to steal everybody's great guys, mm-hmm. and it's starting to work already. If Red Bull clearly do that, right? Um, why is Ferrari too proud to actually go out and do that, right? Like, it's not like Ferrari's hurting for money. Correct. They're not hurting for esteem. I mean, all these great drivers go there and get worse. Yeah, Vettel. Right. Alonso. Mm-hmm. Now, Charles Leclerc. Mm-hmm. And the only guy who was able to dominate there was Michael Schumacher, and I believe that was, like, 15 years ago. Right. So, Ferrari has... Everybody wants to go to Ferrari, yeah. And then Ferrari basically screws up their career for them. Yeah. How does Ferrari not just like suck up their pride and say, we don't want the best guy that, that we think won't fix things. Let's right. just get the best guy. Here's my question. Is Danny Rick the answer for a Ferrari? Not really, but I think Danny Rick's the answer for everything. So yeah, <laughs> it's a great question. I will co-sign it, not from us. But honestly, it's so crazy it might work. I think Danny Rick and a Ferrari would be... Here's the thing. I think it's worth a shot. If you're not going to win anyway, yeah. let's, get, let's entertain the crap out of people. Yeah. That's a great take. I yeah. love it. All right, so let's get through the lineup here. So Max clearly won. Mm-hmm. It would have been going away other than all these red cup red flags and VS, you know, VSCs, virtual safety cars. Lewis, phenomenal drive coming in second. Yeah, good He for qualified him. third. George Russell, his teammate, qualified second. You and I realized a very important thing during this race, uh, and we both came to it independently. Yeah. But uttered it about the same time, which is really don't care for George Russell one bit. No, no. I think he's an excellent driver. Yeah, he's earned his spot for sure. Um, just don't care for him. No, he's he's a little bit of a prima donna. You know, I said he seems like he was born in a silver spoon in his mouth and just expects things to come. And we of, don't know that for a fact. Yeah, we don't. We don't, allegedly. Um, but, you know, it just kind of has that air about him. 
And um, yeah, just hit us the wrong way, I think. Fair. So we've, we've realized that, mm-hmm. uh, which is wild because, you know, you, there's part of me that really wanted to root for the guy. It was, it was as if he drove in that horrific Williams and did a really good job with it. And everybody yeah. knew. It's like, wow, that guy getting anything out of a Williams is basically like driving a Mercedes back before the regulations right. changed. He's punching his ticket to a better team. Yeah, and he did. And then he went to this team, and this team obviously is struggling compared to where they used to be. Mm-hmm. But they're still legit. I mean, again, like they qualified second and third. Uh, in this particular race, a particular track, they're not where they want to be, but they're certainly th- them on a bad day is better than most teams on their best day. Right. And he just seems like a he's a weenie. You don't want to get behind him, even though he should be like a real underdog story in terms of drove his way through a crap car. P.S. His teammates on Williams have been yeah, like the aforementioned Gotifi. Yeah. Um. You know, before he went over to Haas and like lost their, that place too. The Russian dude Mazapan, I think he drove for a hot second. Okay. Over at Williams, that could be complete. Malarkey, but I think I'm right. Yeah. Stroll definitely drove for Williams. Yeah. All the pay drivers drove for Williams for right, a while. Right, right, right. Okay, let's switch gears. This, this this race, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight cars didn't finish out of 20. Yeah, so wild. Leclerc was out on lap one. Yep. Albon was out pretty early. Russell was out pretty early. But then K-Mag started a chain reaction when his tire blew. Jeez. And K-Mag, Logan Sargent, Nick DeVries, Esteban Ocon, and Peter Gasly all did not finish. I believe Ocon, sorry, Gasly took Ocon out and both cars were slated for points. Oof. Didn't finish, which allowed for the previously pathetic McLaren to sneak in and steal some points. Yeah. And somehow they're magically in six despite basically not showing up for the first two races. Um, aside from the Alpines taking each other out, do you like that lineup? Yeah. What are you, what are you thinking? Where are you, where are you, what are your feelings on Alpine thus far? Um... I'm, I'm still still kind of like gauging how their season is going. It's they're a little they're surprising me though. I mean, I think the car's pretty good. The car is pretty good. They're coming out a lot a lot better than I would have thought, to be honest. Yeah, um, I do want to eat as I go up the rankings here. Yuki Tsunoda, he was 11th in the first two races. Was scheduled to be 11th again, and then as high as like fifth. But they had to like restart the restart the restart. Ends up getting the point, comes in 10th, so he's three top 11 finishes in these race, three first three races. Good for Yuki. And a point for Alvatore. He's doing better than his teammate Nick DeVries, who you also don't like. Ugh. He's the worst. Gun to your head, George Russell and Nick DeVries. Oh, George Russell. I really don't like that Nick. You, you like him less. No, I like Nick less. Nick DeVries less. Sorry. Got it. Okay, so. I thought you were saying, who would I pick? So really, everybody's, I think, pulling hard for Yuki to do his thing here. Because I had predicted that, you know, if he doesn't do his thing, he might be, he might be out, of, out of a seat. Yeah. Speaking of out of a seat, the guy who did come in 11th after the big shakeup, Valtteri Botas. Ooh. I love Botas. I think this is it. Yeah, he's just, he doesn't have it anymore. I mean, his teammate is beating him. His teammate comes in ninth. Can you get his name right? Zoe? Guan Yu? Is that it? <laughs> Joe. I think this Guan is Yu, it's Joe. You're right. I think it's, it's Joe. Joe. It's Guan Yu Zhou. Yeah, Cindy yeah. always gets it right. I always get it wrong. I got to get that right. Uh, Piastri of McLaren comes in eighth. Again, him and Norris both got helped out greatly by K-Mag. Yeah. And the uh, Alpine crash of each other. Your boy Hulkenberg. You like this Hulkenberg guy. I like him. You like Nico Hulkenberg. Well, I always root for Haas, no matter what. So that's, let's, I love let's, K-Mag, too. Let's be let's honest. Let's get real. You're a huge Haas stan. Yeah. Which I'm, is, it's an all-American team. Just love him. Uh, my guy, Gunther... Superstar. Well, first of all, but also on his jet ski in Lake Norman. I, I you mean, still work and live down there, and I think I've convinced you that we're gonna potentially 
uh, invest in some real estate, move beach towns, if yeah, you will, yeah. from the seashore to Lake Norman area. We'll see. Just to be close to Haas headquarters and have Gunther. the chance to meet Gunther on the street. Is Haas your favorite team? Yeah. Like you had to be like like the Celtics or the Bruins or the Red Sox, the Patriots. Like yeah. If someone was like you can only like one. Yeah. F one team, it would be Haas to be your team. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> I don't have any problem with that. I think it's great. Here's the thing: when it finally works out for them, you can say you were there on the ground floor. That's right. So I'm hoping. I respect it. And they, you know, Gene Haas runs a really good uh, NASCAR program. Yeah. So it's not like they can't ever get there. They might get there. They, yeah, they're chipping away. So now we get into the top five. Perez, Checo goes from the back of the grid in the pit all the way to fifth. I think he was basically in the top eight or so before all the crashes and red flags mm-hmm. and things started. That Red Bull's a monster. Yeah. Um, I do feel like as much as Checo wants a fair shake to try to compete with Max, because those are the only two cars that have a chance to win the Drivers' Championship, I just don't think Red Bull's going to let Checo have a fair shake. What do you think about that take? I think that's true. They'll never say it out loud. No. But their actions will speak. But I love Checo. Yeah. Well, that's, that's, that's the interesting thing about teams. Yeah. Is you can like uh, Mercedes or not. You can like Lewis or not. You can like George or not. But you can literally hate people who are on the same team. Yeah. Like, I don't like Max at all. No. Uh, I like Checo a lot. Me too. And, I, yeah, there's other driver pairings I could go through as well. Yeah. But... You know who I low-key like as well? Lando Norris. Do you? Well, he's a, he's supposedly a great driver, and he's been a great driver. I heard he's, like, such a character uh, as well. Okay. And I loved him and Danny Rick's relationship when Danny was... Rick was driving for the Though I did feel like it fell apart towards the end. Oh, you think so? I think if we go back and, like, as Danny was not performing, yeah, I think Lando wasn't very um, empathetic. Mm, okay. Which is fine. None of yeah. these guys are really, you're not one well, of the 20 best drivers in the yeah. world and by being empathetic for your teammate being right. worse than you at your job. Right, right. It's like how you keep your job. Yeah. So I do want to get your take, because I haven't talked to you yet, about um, the Aston Martin resurg- or surgeons, really, because they've never really been great. Yes. Um. I mean, the car is great because even Stroll, who was a bottom feeder, yeah. is now, you know, regularly, right. you know, in the top 10 in the points. And then Alonso, obviously, the guy finally has a car worthy of his driving. He's basically my age. The guy's like 42 years old. I know. He retired, right? And then came back. Yeah. He left person? at yeah. least once, if not twice. He did Formula E racing. He did like, he basically gets like sick of it and like mm-hmm. leaves, yeah. kind of implodes. Right, uh, a team or a relationship it's with a, a little team. Bit ornery at times. He's almost like this this Zava guy they brought in in the new season of Ted Lasso. Yeah, who's really supposed to be a That's combination a of some soccer prima donnas, but right. Alonso is like great on the on the way in. Yeah, rough on the way out. In yeah. like a lamb, out like a lion in right. terms of uh, the relationship. Yeah, but he, he can drive his butt off, and I mean, yeah, you had a podium of Alonso, who I believe has won two world championships. Max, who's won. Technically, two world championships. Yeah. Still think 21 was BS. Right. And then Lewis, who's won seven and or eight, depending on if 21 was BS or not. Right. So you had officially had 11 world champions on yeah. that podium in Australia. Yeah. Pretty wild. Yep. I'm um, just a little bummed out that Ferrari is nowhere close. Yeah. And then Mercedes, it seems like, is nowhere close still. Um, the car itself. The car. Yeah. Okay. The car is not close. Mm-hmm. And everybody's talking about this long layoff. This is the other thing. Number one, the Chinese Grand Prix canceled again relative to, I believe, just the COVID policies in the, within the country. At least that's what we're being told. So we're looking at Azerbaijan. So number one, we could barely get Australian food. The original plan was to eat a blooming onion from Outback Steakhouse, but I feel like that was actually more disingenuous than Marmite. Which, by the way, really good. 
I, really, I would do it again. Nice. Um, so anyway, we got a, like a three-week layoff between Australia and Baku, Azerbaijan. So I've got some time to think of the meal. Yeah. The, 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 the Wonder meal. Wonder what I'll be looking for in Whole Foods next. We'll find out. But the bottom line I is... I have an international aisle. I'm really excited <laughs> for... I believe Miami is either right after Baku or oh, two after. That would be interesting. Because I can either get some stone crab or I can just get a Cuban sandwich and do the say, right thing. some good Cuban food, yeah. And um, that's the move. So anyway, Sin, any thoughts on, any wild predictions for, for instance, is Ferrari going to get their act together? Will they crack the top three at the end of the year in terms of the constructors? I hope so. I really hope, I, I don't know. I think their car is just crap again this year. So I just really don't know how they're going to rebound, but... If their car was as good, I think Leclerc is the one that could challenge Verstappen. So True. I hope they can figure something out. Okay, but you think probably not. I think probably not. Who do you think? Don't they kind of get married to their car as it is? Yeah. Yeah, so like... Well, like, no, I mean, you make upgrades and stuff, but the other thing is so do the other teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like Red Bull may or may not need to worry too much about upgrades this year. They might start focusing on like how to make it faster for next year. Right. But certainly Mercedes and Aston Martin and are going to be putting everything they can into getting faster than each other and getting closer to Red Bull, yeah. as is Ferrari. But I've also heard that McLaren knew that they kind of like were going to be slow to start, mm-hmm. and they're bringing massive upgrades to Baku. Okay. So it's not, again, it's every team's trying to make upgrades right. during this long yeah. layoff, and they'll also may try to make upgrades. A lot of them try to get there for Monza for the European season, and then a lot of them try to do it after the, the um, summer break, which is like a three, four-week break. Right. So. You see teams try to bring upgrades at least once or twice throughout a season. So, yeah, Ferrari is going to bring upgrades, but they already went backwards. Right. Well, so I'm I agree with you. I'm hopeful that and then what do you, put something And together. then what do you think? Mercedes or Aston Martin pulls out second in the constructors? Again, way too early. 20 races left. I think Mercedes will probably do it. Okay. And do you think Checo makes a real challenge to Max for the Drivers' Championship or no? It's tough to know. I don't think they'll let him. I yeah. think he could, but I don't think they'll let him. Yeah, I think Max is definitely a better driver. Yeah. Like, I do. I mean, I think he's a better driver. One guy is a two-time world champ. One guy isn't. But, right. But Checo, if given a fair shake, I think it make it interesting. And is that just the basis of these teams in Formula 1? Like, someone's a superstar and not someone else is, like, the fall guy? Is that kind of just how it ends well, up I think for you, a lot of these I think a teams? lot of these teams try to have the two strongest possible guys. But then when you get up into this kind of upper, upper has, echelon. They have to take it on the chin almost. Right. Well, here's the thing. It's like you're already kind of seeing it with Lewis and George because George doesn't want to be a kept man. Right. But it's clearly Lewis's team. But George is kind of saying, oh, I'm going to call your bluff and make it. You know, you'll see that. But then, yeah. it, then typically what you see, I mean, we kind of saw it with Red Bull when Danny Rick was still doing really well. And then Max came on and Danny Rick just like left. It's kind of it's almost yeah. as if he saw... Okay, Max is better than I am. I'm not going to be the, like the JV guy here, right? Because I think the top teams are looking for the drivers' championship as well as the constructors. Mm. And what they're saying is, if our car is good enough, like Red Bull's is, yeah, like Mercedes is used to be when Botas was routinely on the podium, even though it's not a podium driver, right? It's that the car is going to carry us to a constructors, yeah, but we want to put our eggs in the basket of a world champion, right? It typically ends up that way, or you see teams kind of break up, like yeah. I think Lewis and Nico Rosberg is a guy that he was teammates with back when Mercedes started their run. Okay. And they were great friends, and then Lewis joined the team, and then they were in a dogfight for the championship, and they actually, their friendship dissipated. And 
eventually Rothberg moved on or was pushed out or retired. Yeah. But it just seems like these guys are too competitive to right. just be buds. Right. Um, and to say, oh, Especially at that caliber. Right. So yeah. I think some of these lower teams, you see a lot of camaraderie, even with like Gasly and Yuki, where you're yeah. on the Red Bull B team. Yeah. Um, you're all owned by Red Bull. Right. You either get called up or you don't, or they let you out of your contract. Yeah, yeah. And that seemed a lot more of a, mm. you know, Yuki's very talented, Gasly's very talented, Gasly wasn't threatened by him. Right. But at the top, I don't think you see it. Right. So that's a great question. All right, F1 Feast. Uh, from the filibuster freestyle, filibusterfreestyle.com. Check us out, filibusterfreestyle.com, uh, like I just said, or you can go on Instagram at filibusterfreestyle. You now find me under Dad Money, and you'll see the synergies between a couple different companies. Follow at Popsketch Designs. They got Bruin and, Bruins and Celtics gear ready for Playoffs. the Boston playoff season here in the spring. And then give yourself a follow on at Drilling Threes, America's favorite party band. Back at it, Money Mondays. They just dropped one today. And P-Funk Fridays. Staples. Staples. For your week. Content the week. Worth a follow. Uh, Sin, thanks for being on. Let's eat some sushi to All wash right. down this Marmite.